What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Building Code. I'm Zach Watovich. <laughs> Very delayed intro there, and I'm Charlie Burtwistle. I thought I looked at you. I thought it was obvious that you would Oh, you wanted me to jump pick in? Pick it up. Yeah, I was yeah. Well, hey, we're only 100 episodes in, so we still have time to kind of figure out the timing. And one of these days, we're going to nail it. Yeah, probably not, but <laughs> day by day, we get a little better and better. Uh, today would be a good one to be really dialed in for because we have a very exciting guest. Catherine Streif is on the podcast. Welcome to The Building Code. Thank you. Happy to be here. And Catherine is the reason we are so excited to have her is she used to be a Trend employee. So she used to roam the grand halls of the Trend office. What is this, Hogwarts? The yeah. grand halls? <laughs> I'd like to think so. Yeah, the one staircase we have moves every day. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she is back in the office. We're very, very excited to have you here. Thank um, you. Roll out the red carpet. Yeah, exactly. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Danielle greeted me at the door. Oh, I mean, you it's rolled out already. Yeah, I was going to say, you guys don't, you haven't maintained your friendship since you left, right? Yeah, it's just been so hard to stay in touch you know, yeah. with everyone. Yeah, every Catherine, day. is an absolute legend here. It's exciting to see you back at Builder Trend. And I think the first ever former employee we've had oh my on gosh. the podcast. We've had Acclaimed current employees. We've had... Uh, customers, obviously, I don't think we've ever had a former employee. What a way to ring in the 201st episode. Yeah, absolutely. This is an exciting one. So welcome to The Building Code. Um, first time on The Building Code. Obviously, Zach and I know you very well. We have a packed sound booth here to listen to this exciting episode today. But for our listeners that don't know you, can you give us a little bit about uh, a little background? Yeah, yeah. Um, out of college, I worked at an ad agency for about a year. That's where I fell in love with social media and blog writing and about a year there I saw a marketing opportunity here at Builder Trend that I just simply couldn't resist and a little bit of a funny story my husband now husband is the whole reason that I knew about Builder Trend and even found the job listing so shout out to him for yeah, a great six him. and a half years here um, but yeah I started at Builder Trend I came on board really to just get a blog started. There was no blog. There wow. wasn't really a marketing team at no the time podcast. either. No podcast. Not e that wasn't even on do the radar. Have a, do you even have an Instagram or like a Twitter? There was an okay. Instagram. Yes. Oh yeah. There were all the social platforms existing. I mean, obviously there's platforms now that exist that didn't exist then, but Builder Trend was everywhere. It was just, um, a lot of assorted people helping with things it was like all hands on deck situation you know the which startup, is great the startup yes, culture totally and which is like so fun and so special but i came on board to start the blog and then i just really wormed my way into a bunch <laughs> of other things um i was like super nosy and got involved with email marketing kind of helping the sales team develop that sort of thing um we just we didn't have a lot of teammates on on in the marketing side so once i took over social you know we started filling so many roles we even moved offices in that time you know a lot happened um, a lot of growth and eventually my role once we started filling more needs and hiring awesome people who mm -hmm. were in specialized roles i took over the social and our influencers and that kind of realm um, on the content marketing side and I loved it. It was just such a great six and a half years. Um, and that's how I met my now boss, Nick. He was an influencer for Builder Trend. And um, he just said one day, he wanted to check out He won your heart. Yeah, <laughs> won your heart. Yeah. Yep, yep. And it's, it's just so fun to see things on the Builder side and be, you know, I managed partnerships in one way and now I kind of get to do it on the other side so 
Yeah. yeah been there about a year, over a year now. I would say you have like the true like builder trend success story of like, especially when you joined, it was who can do this thing that we need done. And mm -hmm. it doesn't matter about your role or how long you've been here, or where you're at. It was just like the land of opportunity. And yep. I mean, the marketing team was probably what, like three or four people when you joined at the time it was me, just you. I, well, okay. That's not true. Of course there were people who helped with marketing when I started, but I was the only person who had like marketing in their title right? and was hired for that being the sole focus. So in marketing, that's a big bubble. You know, I mean, there's a lot of pieces <laughs> in that. So, so to only have a few people and just like for builder trend to see the success that they had at the time with that limited of resources people and people dedicating small amounts of their time is so impressive. So yeah. obviously I was like, yeah, I want to help because look at what you've done already and just imagine where you can go. So it was so fun to start the blog. Of course, it looks so much different and so much better now after years of evolution into what the blog is, what our social is. I mean, what I say are because it was you know, <laughs> yeah. hard not to. But He may have stole your heart, but <laughs> yeah, will always be your first love. You can't grow that. Yeah. Can't take that away. Well, you know, I will always, always, always support Builder Trend. I loved my time here. So, yeah, it's just to be a part of that growth and to watch how things have changed. It's just so fun can we just like have like things about nick on the here and be like you know like just like roast him <laughs> you know it's no, like I would never. he went on the pod to just he's the best. tear down ns builders he is he's awesome yeah he's really great he's a really good boss yeah well that's what we brought you on to talk I'm trying a to get about. brownie points here yeah, yeah there you go he's the best yep he's the best you know let me just list off all the great things that's right he is he is extremely impressive i've got a get to know him at the co contractor coalitions that you know sometimes you are not invited to but and it's really awesome to watch nick like talk about his business and mm -hmm. how important marketing is to that business and yep. how he's grown his brand so we brought you on today because we want to talk a little bit about how you grew up you got your marketing shops at builder trend and you mm -hmm. took it to the big player in the construction space what's it like running a construction marketing brand it's honestly amazing. Um, I obviously came to a team who once again was doing incredibly impressive things. Nick is so driven and the, the people he has surrounding him are equally as impressive. You know, they're just even on like construction side, content side, no matter what, he's just surrounded himself with really, really, really awesome people. Um, but I've had such a respect for home builders my entire life. My grandpa was a builder. So, you know, it's always been part of mm -hmm. our family, part of our, our history. Um, but that respect deepened when I obviously worked here at Builder Trend because I got to know a bunch of our customers. I formed relationships with people who were influencers. They're just all, I mean, that's just an industry of impressive people. They mm -hmm. are so hardworking and so dedicated they're just, they're just impressive. So to be on that side of things and work on the builder side is just so cool and so fun for me and very fulfilling. Um, working for Nick and a team like that, I mean, they're just pushing boundaries of what builders can do, not only on the building front, but also on the marketing front. So it's just a very exhilarating team to be a part of. I'm literally never bored. Ever. <laughs> That's awesome never, to ever. hear. And I think <laughs> it's a, uh, it's kind of similar to where you, when you joined Builder Trend, it was kind of a, a growing function mm -hmm. here. 
I can see a shift even in the kind of five years I've been at Builder Trend of the, you know, home builder and remodeler and trade, the industry, the construction industry in general, kind of shifting more towards this digital first approach. Um, Nick obviously has some stuff up and running as you had, you'd previously mentioned, but I'm guessing a lot of our listeners out there are kind of in the same boat where they're doing a little bit here and there. They're trying to get it figured out. They're trying to roll it out. Could you maybe speak a little bit around just like what the importance of it is and kind of like what you're trying to do? Like, obviously a lot more goes into it than just like posting on Instagram and writing blogs, but like why that's important for, and why our listeners should really like take a second and focus and figure out their kind of digital strategy. Right. And I think when we talk about the digital world and, and content marketing and I think what would be great for listeners is like even to just talk about what is that? What is what is under the content marketing umbrella? What is mm-hmm. I mean, we hear digital, we obviously know that that's all going to exist on on the internet, on the web for the most part. But what really is content marketing? And of course, this definition kind of changes because new right. things get created all the time. It's an exhausting but cool industry to keep up with. Um, but what I kind of consider to be under the content marketing umbrella would be podcast, obviously, um, blogs, email campaigns, eBooks, case studies, courses, webinars, slide decks, video. And then of course, like the big one is obviously social media, which also incorporates a ton of that stuff back into it. Um, so the list sounds exhausting honestly (laughs) it's it's tiring to even like think about and talk about and i know listeners probably think that it's exhausting as well but i think what people can really remember and to have peace of mind in this is that we can't do them all at one time i mean i don't know many builders that have that robust of a team to be tackling all of this at one time so I think the importance is to narrow down what the platforms are that are going to make the biggest or the what like what items under that umbrella are going to make the biggest impact for your company and what do you actually have the resources for and I'm probably going to come back to this a lot because I can sit in a room with a bunch of builders and like you can talk about all this stuff and you just see their eyes get like this look in them where they're just sitting there so overwhelmed and I get it it is overwhelming I mean as a person who works in this industry I'm always having to like learn about these new things and keep up so it's it's exhausting on all sides but remembering that you don't have to do them all you're probably not going to break anything if you do try another a new one at any time it's just a matter of dialing in and being really realistic with yourself in the terms of what do we have the resources for? What will bring the biggest impact right. to our business and start there? And that's just where you, you know? Yeah, I think- One foot in front of the other, just start there. Yeah, listening to you talk, the word that came to my mind would be like intentional. Yes. Like just be really intentional about what you're doing. Cause I see a ton of people and I won't name names, but like their last Instagram post was like three or four years ago. It's like, okay, are, are you gonna do this? Or are you not gonna do this, right? Or you have a blog post from two years ago and it was half written mm-hmm. like, you don't need to try to do everything. No, and it's okay if you don't. It's This is across the whole digital world. This doesn't matter the industry. You can right. be a person, you can be a business owner. It's so hard not to feel that like comparison game and that yeah. need to keep up with what other builders are doing. But at the end of the day, like 
their main focus is to build homes, remodel, whatever, like build. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's your main focus. All of this other stuff is just obviously to help that, to supplement that, but, and to draw attention to it and to potentially get more leads. But as long as, you know, building is your main focus and that's okay to sometimes feel like you have to prioritize that over the digital side of things, but it's, it's the being intentional, honestly. It's just, you don't have to keep up with what everyone else is doing. There's 20 different ways you can go about content marketing. Pick the three most important ones to you right now. And I think it's great to have goals of what you will add if your team grows or if you you know gain more resources. Maybe you hire a freelancer, maybe you hire a consultant, something. It's great to have plans for what you want to add to that list but it doesn't have to be all 20 at one time and nor would anyone expect that from you and it's just it's better to do a couple things really well than to try all of them and do them at 50 percent or less yeah i mean and most of these builders too like they built such beautiful projects and that part they've got dialed in so they're not used to like it's just like you do you do that side so well so you kind of want to feel the same way about about the digital side as well the content side i think one of the things too that people forget is that marketing isn't just a sales tool right one thing i like about how nick approaches his digital strategy is it's a lot of customer education education and highlighting what he builds the quality, the pride he takes, and he just mm-hmm. loves talking about his work. Yeah. And so it, that is marketing. And right. He, he's talked. And that's the thing is like, what's your goal? I mean, if you are a builder who has so much word of mouth, then take the ease off like on the social side. Don't worry about selling. Utilize it as a portfolio, as a storybook. Tell the story that you, that's been in the back of your mind. Like talk about your team. Talk about your your involvement in organizations in the industry. You can focus on education. You can focus on, there's so much other stuff that you can, that you can do mm-hmm. on, on social and in your content that has nothing to do with like trying to book your next job. Mm-hmm. And so have fun with it too. I think like that's the thing that people forget as well is it feels so, there's so much pressure and there's so it's the keeping up. It's the, Oh, they do it this way. So we should, we should try it. That seems to be working for them. I can't stress enough that you as the business owner, whoever's kind of forging this path of what your strategy is going to be on social, you need to be bought in to it entirely. You need to be putting out content. You really enjoy posting because if you don't and you aren't all all in on on what you're posting you're going to constantly be looking at it being like is this really worth the time we're spending on this this like you're just going to have this doubt in your mind that it's just not right so go back to the drawing board and think about okay maybe we want to go down the education path we'd really you know we want to invest in that side or maybe we do just want to post pictures of our homes and keep it really simple and clean and and just you know not overthink that side of things and it doesn't have to be everyone's passion point either content is nick's passion point it's it's my passion point it's many builders i've met passion point but it's not everyone's and that's okay maybe the blog is for you maybe you're more of a thought a you know a thoughtful person who wants to put your put pen to paper but digitally and 
you just want to write about it and that's fine too and there's there's a content marketing avenue out there for everyone and you should be utilizing them like I said don't have to use all of them but find the ones that are right for you with the right goals and just are full of content you actually enjoy because otherwise what's the point I mean (laughs) yeah you got to be bought in and even if that means revisiting every couple months like it doesn't always have to stay the same either you're not you're not going to break anything I mean you're I'm sure builders have so much potential there I mean you're just you're not going to break anything try it out see you know test some things see what works and go from there and I do think that right now if you do take that put in the effort there's two things one the content engine rewards momentum the more you produce the more you're going to get out of it consistency for sure right and then the second thing is in construction you will stand out you will be different if you take these investments because it isn't normal to have a very active instagram page that is pumping out content considerably Mm -hmm. and so Someday it will be normal. I right. And it's, yes, it's that's a very, it's literally in my notes. That's a very important thing to remember is that this is still a relatively untapped market right. for a lot. You're, of course, there's, you're thinking when you're the one feeling like you're not keeping up, you're going to feel like, oh, everyone's doing it. I'm just the only one not. But you're, that's not the case. There are so many companies out there that are not tapping into this. And, once again, that's not okay. Maybe it's just not a priority for right now. But if this is something you want to do, just the time is now because it, it will pay off and it will become a lot more common, especially the younger some of these companies mm-hmm. get. Like it's just going to be, you know, it it will it won't be untapped forever. So now is a very good time to to jump in. What would you say to someone that's like a very prominent podcast host? And they don't have any social media <laughs> platforms other than I a LinkedIn that they haven't updated in 10 years. Can like, you don't you think that would be beneficial for not just the individual, but maybe the podcast as a mm-hmm. whole? Yeah. Yeah. Even if it was just LinkedIn <laughs> that you, you stuck on, I think it could use a little update. Zach Watovich does not have any uh, social <laughs> I pages. I knew that was going to come up there. at some point. And He's I over think here talking about content marketing. I love marketing. I'm just not a self promoter. That's I just, mm. yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Everyone's got their thing. That's my brain. But I, like if our podcast team had asked you maybe uh, to do it. Oh no. We're airing out the dirty laundry. This <laughs> is not about me. It's about her. No, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, I do I do have an actual question because I think um, you know, Nick and yourself and NS and as a whole do such a good job. And everything you're talking about, I'm sure, are things that you've learned yourself. Mm-hmm. Um so maybe you can give a little like words of wisdom, like leading from the front, like what are you guys being really intentional about right now? Or how do you kind of set your strategy as a whole? Obviously you're not like just jumping in and posting as many things in as many different areas right. as you can. No, we, we stop and look and reflect a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think you should see the content cal- the calendar. So admirable of, of Nick, especially is that he, it's just incredibly thoughtful about everything. And it it does even teach me to be more so that way. Just very, it's coming back to the word intentional. And I think, I almost even just forgot what your question was, but like we, I think stepping back and reflecting often is really important because 
you can just really get into the wheel of where you're just posting a bunch of stuff right. and then you're like, what is really the meaning of this and what, because especially if you're hiring videographers, photographers, et cetera, like you might have a lot of content coming your way, but what really is the end goal? And if there isn't an end goal and you're just kind of posting to post, I mean, you just have to think like, well, what am I really doing for my audience here? You know, right. it's just, you can think about identifying your audience and thinking about what they would want. And that just really needs to be at the forefront of your decisions. And not only your audience, but do you have partners that you might be answering to? Or do you have goals to have brand partners? And do you have goals to make more sales? And it's just all of that needs to be feeding into those overall goals and stepping back and reflecting, revisiting your content calendar if you have one, making a content calendar if you don't have one, just being really, really intentional is the best advice because it's, it can, it can happen before you know it. You're just posting right. to post and you're just, you're not really putting any thought. And then before you know it too, your social might feel a bit robotic. People are going to forget who the humans are behind your business, who the humans are behind your brand. I mean, you might not, you might realize too, you like, oh my gosh, I haven't even like shown my face on social in a while. People are going to forget who we are and, and stuff like that. So it's just taking moments to be really reflective of what you're doing and why you're doing it and reshifting if that means taking a week off from posting and shifting your video strategy shifting your you know your content calendar do it I mean it's one week off to potentially see a ton of benefit and it's worth it I mean I just think yeah. you don't have to rush it it's just take the time to figure out here's what we need to do and here's why we need to make these changes. And I'm just lucky to work with someone who's really okay with that and being really intentional. Something just refreshing. Yeah, absolutely. Another benefit that we haven't hit on yet that I know Zach is huge on and we were just talking about is just like the community aspect. Sure. Like if you see Nick like walking in the International Builder Show or the Contractor Coalition, it's like instantly has a circle of people to connect with and talk to. And I know I follow most people we have on the podcast. I follow them on Instagram now and keep mm -hmm. up with what they're doing. But I feel like that's something that people are always looking for is what are peers out there doing? How can right. I connect with them? And I feel like having a, a social presence um, is a great way to kind of start making those connections Absolutely. and learning from other people and them learning from you and being able to share what you're trying to do and, and kind of getting that back and forth going as well. That's the thing is like, even if you aren't using it to connect with customers, you can connect with other builders and to sh see how the industry has changed so much over the years. I feel like when I first started at builder trend, there were pretty limited amount of events in a year that builders really got to be right. together. I mean, the international builder show was one and that of course draws a great amount of people because it's the international show. It's, you know, it's once a year, everyone can kind of remember that and they all get together there. But besides that, I just felt like not only did we not see customers that often, but there just weren't that many networking events for builders. I mean, maybe they were, you know, just in your town or just mm -hmm. in your really small scale where now I see so many builders. I mean, obviously I'm going to talk about my my favorite event the contractor coalition summit but there's events being started like that that are by builders for builders and there's 
groups you can be a part of and there's so much more community than ever like I just feel like that has increased so much over the years and it's the same with social I mean people talk to each other there it's not just a platform to like like there are people having full-on conversations about how they run their business in dms like you're having serious conversations forming really great relationships friendships business like relationships in this way so to not be on social that's what you're missing out on too i mean yeah there's just so much potential for so much transparency across the industry now that it's just it'd be a shame you know if you didn't hop on social every now and again even if you're not even if the whole content calendar thing isn't for you right now at least you know be on there as a presence enough to connect with other builders because it's just a missed opportunity if not we are running out of time but before we let you go Catherine, i do want to ask which one do you think has the biggest benefit what if you could pick one content vertical or creative area where do you guys see the biggest return okay so for me for social platforms i'm gonna say instagram from a business standpoint linkedin is really great from a personal standpoint Mm -hmm. but instagram is incredibly visual it's probably has i feel like the lowest barrier to entry to create a profile it's on your phone it literally takes minutes Mm -hmm. maybe even seconds if you're a really fast typer and you know like what you want your username to be and everything. Um, but to set up that profile, it's just so simple. And that is definitely a place where I feel like people are really good at having one-to-one conversations, if that's what you're interested in. Um, and it's so simple to post videos and photos. There's It's schedules now. I mean, there's been improvements, you know, didn't always do that. It was really frustrating before to schedule, but you can do so much on there. So for social platforms, I'm going to say Instagram. If I was choosing a different avenue, maybe something on your website, I would probably say a blog or a newsletter um, or both potentially if you can you know, have your blog lead to your newsletter. I feel like they're going through a phase again where they're becoming more prominent because there's a lot of stories to be told. There's a lot of valuable content to be put in there. And obviously it's great for SEO it's a great thing to have on your website. Um, so yeah, I would say those are, those are the tops. What I love about that. And Zach asked the question in a slightly different way than I was going to, I was going to say, if you were to advise a new kind of business where the right place to start is, what would you say? But the fact that Instagram is kind of the best of both, right? Lowest barrier to entry and potentially the highest reward seems like a win-win. Yeah. Or if you haven't posted in years, it's the easiest to like get back to it. There's no, no one's expecting you to be like, announce your comeback or, (laughs) you know, like you don't have to like make this big ordeal. It would be sweet. And if that's what you want to do, I'm all for it, but you don't, there's no crazy tie to this like timeline or anything like that, where you feel like, oh my gosh, everyone's going to notice that I haven't posted for years. And it's just, whether you're just joining or whether you're revamping or revising your strategy, whatever stage you are, I would still just say Instagram is just, it's the most successful from what I've seen for people. And a lot of brands are on there. It's just, it's full, full of people. So yeah. Love it. That's a hot tip for our listeners out there. Get the gram right. Yeah. Zach. 
<laughs> Better get a gram, period. Yeah, yeah. For you, that that is the tip. But yeah, I'm sure the people, the listeners, are dying for my take on what restaurant I'm eating this weekend. All right, everybody. Catherine, thank you so much for coming on the Building Co. It was great to see you. Thank you. The guys. first Builderfront alumni back in yeah. the studio. You're always welcome back. Absolutely. I was gonna say you just you mentioned the term SEO at the at the end there. Oh I feel gosh. like we need to do a whole other episode just around that. Just around you SEO. Could. You could have multiple episodes on that. Well, there you go. We got you back on. Thank you so much <laughs> for coming in. It was great to have you back in the halls. Um, and I think that about does it for us. I'm Zach Watovich. and I'm Charlie Burt Whistle. We'll see you next time.